0: Sports Stampede Sports Stampede with Michael Clark and Adam Munster Tiger publisher of buffstampede.com
1: Welcome back into Sports Stampede Adam Munster Tiger here with Ryan Königsberg Michael Clark will be back in studio next week. Before we jump into CU Men's Basketball Talk with Bo Gamble, let me mention uh, 1515 Restaurant, a fine dining establishment located at 1515 Market Street in downtown Denver. You can make reservations there at at 1515 Restaurant for Valentine's Day and uh, enjoy six courses for $80 per person. They're also pre-selling a dozen Valentine's Day Red Roses and Mum. Napa Sparkling Wine, which will be on the table when you arrive for dinner, Call their event coordinator Christina at 303-995-8929 or reach her via email at christina at fifteen fifteen restaurant for more details or to place your order. Now it's time for our Rock and CU segments, brought to you by Rock and Company Colorado Specialty Stone Construction and Rock Products Company. Proud CU alum supporters, real rock for the yard. Rockandcu dot Brian, what what, are, what do you want to chime in here with?
2: Are you taking me to that fifteen fifteen two course uh, with with the wine on the table?
1: uh, No offense, Ryan, but you're not worth $80. Wow. Wow. All
2: right. Whatever. What about Bo? You take Bo?
1: Bo, of of course. Let's welcome in Bo, who is uh, on Tad Boyle's squad from 2012 to 14, and provided some good analysis on the show last week. I'm not so sure, though, Bo. I'm not sure you want to go to a Valentine's Day dinner with me.
0: I mean, there could be worse things in the world, (laughs) you know? (laughs) But hey, thanks for having me on. I guess I didn't uh, do so bad last week, so you guys have me back, appreciate
1: it. <laughs> well, the first thing I gotta uh, talk to you about is the Ski Booker. Uh, he sure has his moments, doesn't he?
0: Well, I think I said last week. Well, actually, I know I said last week. <laughs> if Ski overshoots over fifty percent, we're gonna win. So I basically jinxed us on that one. Um, <laughs> ski was awesome. Uh, he definitely played like. I mean, he's obviously capable of playing like that. Um, I saw he had a quote that he said he had, I mean, the guys wanted him to see Ski Kemba out there or Ski Shabazz. So I think we saw little flashes of that, and obviously he's capable and was pretty phenomenal down the stretch. Um, So if I want to go back to that statement, i say if Ski ever shoots shoots over 50% again and Josh Scott and Xavier Johnson are playing, then I bet we will win. (laughs)
1: Well yeah, the, the Buffs they, they battled number ten Arizona on the road without two of their top three players. They ended up losing by fourteen points. Bo, were you did you leave that game watching that game on Thursday night more optimistic about the rest of the season?
0: Uh yes and no. Um there's a couple things you gotta realize watching that game. One, okay, Ski made six threes and made a ton of tough shots. Um he didn't take he didn't make very I mean Very few of those were open shots that we got through the offense. So Ski played really well. If Ski doesn't have a good game, it's going to look just like the Utah game. So shooting really well can cover up for a lot of things that you don't do so well. Um, But with that being said, again, when you don't have two of your starters and two of your best players and you go into McHale, um, again, on the road at a top-ten team, I'd say you played pretty pretty well. Um, they fought defensively. They stayed with it all the game. Um, it was way more entertaining than the Utah game. Um, so yeah, I'm a little bit more optimistic. Um, but I expect today to be a way. I mean, today is a huge game, really important. I know Coach Boyle said it's a huge game as well. Um, it's pretty much a must win for these guys with Arizona at the bottom, uh, all the way at the bottom of the state. Or Arizona State all the way at the bottom of standing. We're in the middle of dogfights, so today's huge. I'm a little bit more optimistic, though, after seeing that. And I hope Ski can, as I heard Ryan earlier, stay uh stay hot like lava.
1: <laughs> we'll talk more about that ASU game uh, that's going to take place later today. But first, Bo, I-, I wanted to ask you about Xavier Tolton. He-, he shot one for six against the Wildcats. He's now shooting just 27% on the season, 19% in league play. This was one of their more consistent – one of your more consistent players when you were on the team last season there after Spencer went down and uh, led the team in three-point shooting in conference play. It's got to be between the ears, right? Uh, what's going on with Xavier Talton?
0: Absolutely. You know, it's it's tough to watch, especially because um, he was one of my guys. and I know he worked so hard in the offseason, um, and he had, was played so well down the stretch last year and was expecting to build upon that. And, you know, basketball is – I mean, it's not just physical. There's a lot of mental aspects to it. Um, but, I, I, I mean, it, to me, it's part of it is his shot selection. Um, I feel like he's passing up a lot of just catch-and-shoot open threes that he's really good at just knocking down. Um, and he, even though I, I think you said he's shooting 19%, even if, if he catches and shoots open shot and he's open for three, I still think it's obviously a great look, and I still want him to take it all the time um but basketball is funny like that you know you can get into slumps and and it's hard to break out of i remember um a couple seasons ago we had a guy carlin brownish remember who went into like one of the worst slumps ever in the middle of conference play and then happened to bounce out of it um during conference tournament and so you never know when guys are going to bounce out of it but I think Coach Boyle will still play XT even though he's been playing terrible he still played I think above 25 minutes uh, at Arizona off the bench because he brings energy and effort and you know he's going to get a consistent effort from him on the defensive side. Um, I just would like to see him continue to shoot open threes um, but at the same time there was a couple times that Arizona he had force uh, a couple shots in the shot clock so yeah I think it's confidence and I'd be one of the happier people to see him make a couple threes in one game and get that back, get that swagger back.
2: I want to go back to Ski here just for a second. I, I know I appreciate Ski because he hit a three at the end of the half there that kept that game within 10, and I think you said you would uh, buy me a pitcher if the Buffs <laughs> were within 10 at halftime, so I appreciate that.
0: But uh, I mean, but you never showed up the second half, so oh, I mean, that, it's gone. It's out the door. That was
2: a one-time, one-time deal?
0: I mean, that was for the that was the second half offer, you, you know. Ah, oh, dang! All right,
2: well, I'll, we'll have to make a a new bet today or something. Um, I want to know since the f- first four games of the season, if you take that out, he's shooting over fifty percent from three. Um, he's having a really great season, and, and sometimes I, I still see him getting overly criticized. Do you think Askia is uh, underappreciated by the fan base?
0: Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, the numbers don't lie. He's playing great, and especially in conference play. Um unfortunately he hasn't had the supporting cast um this year that we're used to it, and that has to do with a couple of injuries um Josh is a little bit inconsistent but obviously it's because of his back and then XJ's ankle uh but yeah Ski is obviously one of the better guards in the conference um and definitely one of the better guards in the country and He always has been an up-and-down player, and when he's on, he's really on. And and when he's off, it's easy for people to criticize him and and go at him just because it's just like, oh, I was ski, you know. So I think fans have got, over the years, they've got used to just being like, oh, ski, like crazy, like why did he do that? But at the end of the day, he's been playing great this year, and you definitely should not be looking at him for uh, for the blame right now because he's playing great and the numbers don't lie. But I will say this, with that being said, him having uh, the ball so much, I would like to see his assist-to-turnover ratio move up, and I'd like to see him playmake a little bit more. But, I'm, but at the same time, if I'm him, I'm saying, who am I playmaking for right now because no one's making these shots. Yeah, exactly.
2: Speaking a little bit of fans and getting used to things, I think fans that have gotten used to going to the NCAA tournament, and you know, this is the third third game now this year that I'll say – the Buffs absolutely have to win if they're going to stay in any conversation about the NCAA tournament. The first was DePaul, the second one was UCLA at home, and today against ASU I think is the third one of that conversation. One of these days they're going to lose one of these uh, quote-unquote must-win games and the reality of them not going to the tournament is going to become a lot more real. How, how does this team who, who's so used to it and kind of has these expectations, how do they deal with uh, the growing reality that they may not make the tournament this year?
0: I don't know. So that's that's a Coach Boyle thing, is that you don't talk about the NCAA tournament. Um, the only thing those guys talk about is the next game. So the only thing that's focused on the guys uh, for the guys right now is Arizona on the state. I mean, they hear the talk. They, they read the blogs. Like Everyone knows in the back of their mind is the NCAA tournament. But I mean, publicly speaking, all these guys and Coach Boyle are all going to say next game, next play, you know? So Uh, I mean, that's, I mean, that, and that's where I hope their heads at. I mean, this is a really important game for that. Um, so I just want, I hope they're just thinking about that and I hope, I don't want them thinking about the NCAA tournament right now.
2: Is there a chance that, you know, they could, they could kind of get their heads down if, uh, they lose one of these games and it almost becomes a foregone conclusion that they aren't going to make the tournament?
0: I mean, absolutely. No one wants to play. I mean, When you've been to the NCAA tournament uh, three years in a row and these guys, I mean, all but the freshmen have experienced it. I mean, there's not, the NIT is not exciting when you see that you're not in the tournament. You're not super thrilled, um, which is, you know, sometimes people like to say that, oh, yeah, the guys love to make the NIT. But the reality is the big schools that make the NCAA tournament on a regular basis don't like the nit like arizona when they made the nit that year they lost at home because they clearly didn't care you know and that's not credit to the mid-major whoever who beat them but the the nit is for those mid-major schools that had great years and it's really to reward them in my opinion
1: i think we can all agree that arizona state is not a very good basketball team this year they haven't got a conference win yet but they're at home and cu has struggled in arizona on the road in in both uh Tempe and Tucson. Bo, uh, assuming Skia Booker doesn't go off for 30 again today, how, how can they win on the road even against a bad Arizona State team today with those injury issues that they have?
0: I mean, it's going to be tough, um, but, but I'm going to want to see another defensive effort like they had at McHale Thursday night and hope someone like Elliot Pitts for them doesn't come in and make four threes. So, they have Bo Barnes, they have Jonathan Gilling, but two shooters off the bench that you just don't want to see you get hot, or even see make a couple of threes, because if those guys get hot off the bench, it'll be tough to win for for us today. So, hopefully, we make a couple shots and just battle defensively and not let any of their shooters, which they're capable of. So that's what the scary part about Arizona State is—they're not very good and they haven't won a Pac-12 game, but they have a couple shooters that if they get hot, watch out.
1: Both uh, Ryan and I predicted that uh, Colorado will at least cover their their four-point underdog in this game. Bo, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's your your prediction for the game?
0: I think the Buffs are going to fight it out, grind out a win, and have to uh, step up and make some free throws down the stretch. Um, I'd love to see someone who – someone's going to be a difference maker that's not named a a booker um, today, and I I don't think – Xavier Johnson. I don't think Josh Scott are probably expected to play today. Um, I would love, love, love to see Mr. Collier kind of get out of his slump and have a wake up call from Arizona and show that capability. Jeron's um, playing in his home state. I think he played well, but you know, I uh, I saw I I think saw Coach Boyle had a quote to the Daily Camera that said, if guys want to continue to be role players their whole career, then they should just continue to play how they're playing. And I think that was a direct – I mean, I don't want to completely speculate, but I think that was a, kind of a hit at Jerron. So I think Jerron has that star potential right now, and especially with those two other guys out. I'd love to see Jerron be more aggressive and try to go off. And then my buddy XT, man, get out of the slump. Keep shooting those open shots believe in yourself have that confidence I'd love to see a couple go through the net for him
2: one other prediction that Adam and I always always do with with our good friend BG Brooks sitting in press row before the games is leading score it seems like the only person you can choose is ski are you gonna would you take a dark horse here or you stick with ski for leading score today
0: <laughs> in a win it better ski's got to play well if you're gonna win so it's got to be ski.
1: We uh, we're gonna do an overrated underrated segment later in the show here. Bo, is, is there anything CU basketball related you can think of overrated underrated?
0: Hmm. Overrated underrated CU basketball. How about um, how about uh, how about our student section compared to uh, the rest of the Pac-12?
1: As underrated. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm excited to get back into the Coors Event Center with the students back in town. It felt weird not having a game right in this first week of school uh, back because it, that always seems like a big like back-to-school thing. You know, Everyone gets into the Coors Event Center for a big uh, conference game, so I'm excited for next week to get get in there.
0: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, a win today would be huge, um, for especially next week. Uh, Washington school is coming in. Washington State is a lot better. Yeah, I think everyone thought, so next week will definitely be exciting.
1: Bo, real quick before we let you get out of here, do you have a prediction in the Utah-Arizona game?
0: Yeah, I'm going with the Utes to win in McHale today. Um, I love DeWan Wright. I'm a big fan of how they play, and so I think they're going to get the win in McHale, and that's going to be the highest-rated game on Pac-12 Network's basketball history, yeah. so that'll be cool.
1: Well, we're all too agreeable today, but no. Bo, I uh, really appreciate you coming on the show.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on.